You have heard it said, we are the number three business podcast on iTunes. Are they really? And does it really matter? My name is Carrie Green, and I am the Client Happiness Guy at PodcastFastTrack.com, and this is Podcastification. This show is all about podcasting, how to do it, how not to do it, best practices, interesting news items that have to do with the realm of podcasting, and who knows what else. And I'm trying to do it all with a little bit of fun and some information to help you get a show going, keep yours going, or make it better. And if you like what's going on here on the show, I would appreciate it, oh, so appreciate it, if you could leave a rating or review on iTunes. You can find out how to do that at podcastfasttrack.com slash review. That's enough of that kind of stuff. Let's get you podcastificated right away. Okay, I've been doing a little bit of reading and research and trying to figure out this whole thing that people call iTunes rankings. And I guess we better be correct in the eyes of the powers that be. It is actually changed to Apple Podcasts, if you didn't know that. Just a little tidbit there for you, um, which is kind of confusing because there's still a piece of software called iTunes, which is where you actually find podcasts. But to submit your podcast... You have to submit it to Apple Podcasts for it to show up in iTunes. Hmm. Well, anyway, we'll call it iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever is helpful for you. But the point is this. You hear people talking all the time about their show being ranked number three in the business category or number four overall on iTunes and that sort of stuff. And I've been doing reading and research trying to figure out exactly what that means, if it means anything, and how the Apple folks determine if a show should rank highly in a particular category or not. And I discovered some very interesting things. When someone says, we are the number three business podcast on iTunes, there's something about that statement that does ring true. They are number three on some metric that the Apple podcast team is keeping track of. You can go right to the business category. You can usually look over in the right-hand column, and this is on your laptop, by the way, or your desktop version, and you can find the top 10 podcasts in that particular category. But what metric is it that the Apple podcast team is tracking there? This is where there's a whole lot of confusion. People assume this metric is downloads, which would mean that these particular shows in this top 10 list are actually being downloaded the most of any other shows in that category, which thus would mean they are the most popular shows. But that's not really what the Apple folks are tracking in that particular column. Did you know that? The iTunes top category lists are not tracking downloads. They are measuring subscriptions over the last 24 to 48 hours. And it's a rolling average. 
And in case that's not confusing enough, let me clarify it just a bit. A rolling average means an average that is changing all the time. In this case, every hour. So what it is assessing is what podcasts have had the most subscriptions, not downloads, in the last 24 to 48-ish hours. So think that through. That metric of the top 10 podcasts in, say, the business category is changing every hour because that's what a rolling average is. As you or I get more or less subscribers hour by hour to our podcast, our rolling average changes. It's designed to change, to keep that list interesting for people who find it. So does this ranking on these top of category lists really say anything about the popularity or value of a particular podcast? Well, only to the degree that it points out that a healthy number of people have subscribed to that podcast in the last 48-ish hours. Now, why might that be? Well, maybe the podcaster is doing a big push for subscriptions. Maybe they're doing a Facebook Live session for 24 hours straight, begging everybody who jumps onto their Facebook Live session to go subscribe to their podcast. I've heard of that being done, by the way. Big deal. People are subscribing. That doesn't necessarily mean they're listening or they even care to listening. It could be Aunt Sophie or Uncle Bob who's just doing the podcaster a favor. Now, of course, I'm creating a scenario here that really I know nothing about, but you get the point. The number itself is not clearly an indication of anything except that people are subscribing within that time frame. That's all we can say about it. Any other use of that particular metric, like saying we're the top rated business podcast in iTunes, I believe is purely a vanity metric. It's only to puff up an ego. It only helps you feel better about the work and time you're investing in your podcast. Nothing more. We will be back with the rest of the episode in just a moment. Private podcasting. Did you know there's such a thing? Some people call it corporate podcasting, and it's when a company wants to communicate to its team members internally without the worry of other people in other companies hearing what they're saying. I have developed my very own training for medium to large size companies to teach your team how to produce a podcast from A to Z every single episode and make it safe and secure so only your team can hear it. Find out more by contacting me, Carrie, C-A-R-E-Y, at podcastfasttrack.com. Let's get back to the episode. How should we think about those metrics that are in iTunes? Well, I think the only reason the place a podcast has on that top of category list has to do with discovery purposes. People searching Apple Podcasts for something to listen to may go to the top of category list and find your show if it's there because it's on that top of category list. So that is undoubtedly a benefit. However, in my experience, very few people use the iTunes app that way. Most people just type in keywords they're interested in or the name of an exact show that someone has told them about, and they hit the return key. And it gives them a list of findings that may or may not include those top 10 podcasts in that business category or whatever category it is they're dealing with. If my theory is true, that that's how people actually use iTunes, it's much more important to get our show title and episode title optimized for the right keywords because those keywords that people are using to search for 
our water going to be returned? And those are only picked up from the title tags and from the author field. That's it. See episode 90 of Podcastification if you're curious about how that works. I actually go through a case study on one of my podcasts that I didn't intend to be a case study, but it proved to me once and for all that the naming of a podcast really, really matters. You can find that in the description area on your podcast player app, and it's episode number 90 at podcastfasttrack.com slash 90. So instead of putting a lot of focus and energy into top of category rankings, I think there's a better use of our time and energy. And here's what it is. We should do what successful business people all over the planet through all ages of time have had to do. We should focus on making our show exactly what our ideal target market, our ideal listeners need and want. Let me give you an example. If your podcast is aimed at people who are interested in Justin Bieber, Let's say it's the Justin Bieber Fever podcast. (laughs) You use that podcast, most likely, as a lead-in to things that you offer. Maybe you sell all kinds of Justin Bieber fan merchandise. Maybe you have some arrangement with a concert ticket broker, and you sell tickets through your website, and you get a cut of that. Maybe you sell a monthly membership to the official Justin Bieber fan club, and that's recurring revenue that you're wanting to come in. And your podcast is aimed at driving people to those things so you can make a little moolah off of this whole podcasting deal. Well, in that scenario, and you insert your business or niche or interest here, if that's what you're aiming at, why would you care if your show is number one in its category? Let's take that example a little bit further. Say it is a Justin Bieber fever podcast, and you would therefore be in the entertainment category of iTunes. Why would you care if your show is number one in the entertainment category? I mean, you may get a few more eyes on your podcast and you may get a few more people who subscribe, but the reality is that very few people who are perusing the entertainment category of iTunes care about Justin Bieber. They're probably caring about whoever is the hot name right now, which as I'm recording this March of 2018, ain't Justin Bieber. So you shouldn't care about Those people who aren't interested in your show to begin with, finding your show because they won't listen, they won't subscribe, they won't buy the things you're offering on your website or even go to your website. So it's really a wasted effort to try and get to the top of that ranking because it's nothing more than a vanity ranking. Instead, you need to focus your energy on getting your podcast on the radar of the people who do care about Justin Bieber. And there are plenty of them out there. You want to get in front of the people who do love his music, who would love to be a part of the Justin Bieber fan club that you manage and promote. Where are they? That is the work. Salespeople, marketers, business people of all ages, stripes, shapes, and colors have had to do since the beginning of business. (laughs) It's called market research, and that's the work that you have to do. You have to figure out where your target market is for what it is you podcast about, and you have to figure out how to get in there and start building relationships with those people so that they can find out about what you have to offer. That part of it is called content marketing. It's something you have to be willing to do in order for your podcast to serve as the lead in to your bigger goals, which may be the selling of products or memberships or whatever it is. Maybe it's coaching that you do. 
you've got to be willing to put in the work. That is how you get the listeners you want. Not by being number one on some category-specific list in the iTunes app. The listeners you need and the subscribers you want who will fuel your podcast growth and your podcast monetization long-term are those people who you find through good market research. You know, the founder of Wired Magazine, Kevin Kelly, said once in an article that it only takes 1,000 true fans to set up any creator financially for life. I believe it's true. And I also think that podcasting, coupled with a great market research effort and great savvy social media promotion, could take even less than a thousand true fans. You'll be able to find that article to Kevin Kelly's original comments about 1,000 true fans, again, in the description or the show notes for this episode of Podcastification, which you can find at podcastfasttrack.com slash 98 or in the description area right there on your podcast app. Hello? So what do you think? Did you know that iTunes top category podcasts are not an indication of downloads? I bet that's something most of you didn't know. I didn't know until I started doing research about this stuff. So we're in the same boat. It's that rolling average of subscriptions. Now, if that matters to you, you can influence that very significantly by doing big promotions for subscribers. But as I stated, I don't think that's the best use of our efforts. We should be focused on getting into the communities, into the places online, maybe even locally, where the people who are interested about the topic that we are podcasting about will be so that we can get our podcast and the resources we provide to them more easily. It's much easier to go to people who are already hungry for what you have than to try to create that hunger by going somewhere they are not and trying to create or manufacture raving fans out of people who don't really give you the time of day as it is. So that's it for this episode of Podcastification. You know what time it is. It's time for you to go out and make it a podcastificating day. This show is brought to you by Podcast Fast Track, where my team provides professional podcasting services without the time suck. Full production, editing, and show notes all in one monthly subscription package. You can find out more at podcastfasttrack.com. Now go out and make it a podcastificating day. Thank you.